Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody, Brandon with HPG Capital here. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I've got a good one today. I'm excited about this one. We're going to be talking about raising capital for real estate projects. And I'm going to give you the whole structure of what we're doing today to create passive income for our investors, meet new investors, and fund a lot of deals right here in Nashville. You're not going to want to miss this. But first, If we've been having a one-way conversation and you've been interested in learning more about recession-resistant real estate, what it can do for your portfolio, especially in today's economy, reach out to us. We would love to get in touch and set up a call and get to know you. All right, let's go over this. So I've got about eight things written down here. I didn't realize that this process had so many steps until I sat down and put pen to paper, but I'm looking at it right here and we're going to go... We're going to just do a deep dive into this. I've got a couple other episodes that I want to do around some of the niche content that I'm not going to be able to get into, but I want to give the overall framework so people have an idea of how this works. So let's look at raising money like a funnel. It's just like any other business. You got the very top all the way down to the bottom. So let's start at the very top. First is you need to figure out who your target avatar is is. At first, you might think, hey, I just want somebody to give me some money. I don't care who it is. And that's that's fine. And you know, in the beginning, you might be going after just about anybody or working with anybody that can uh, throw you some cash. But ultimately, you're going to realize that you mesh well with certain demographics. So for us, we've created an avatar. We've seen who we serve at the highest level and who we like working with and who likes working with us. And typically it's either entrepreneurs or retired entrepreneurs that have busy businesses that are set up. They do not want to get into real estate. They want something that's completely hands-off to give them passive income for the money that's being generated from their business. And they want to reduce their taxable liability and they want capital preservation for the long term. They're not somebody who wants to take super risky investments that have a ton of volatility. They want something that's nice as a smooth upward linear progression. So once you've got your uh, your target avatar built, write down all of their needs. So for us, we know that busy business owners and working professionals, they want to reduce their taxable liability. They want to create complete hands-off passive income. They want capital preservation. They don't want assets that are going to have wild swings in their portfolio. Think of the stock market. Think of cryptocurrency, right? These big 10, 20, 30% swings. They want to work with investments that are transparent. Transparent. And what does that mean? So you don't have a whole lot of transparency over the stock market or Bitcoin. In other words, you don't really have a lot of insight into, into how the investment's going to perform or who's really controlling that. You don't know who it is. You just open your phone or your computer up and see what the investment has done. So these types of individuals want to be a little bit more, they want a little bit more transparency of the investment and actually see how it's performing and all the mechanics that go into that. So what we do is we create content that's catered towards 
our target avatar. So we don't just talk about investing, but we try to release content that's designed around building culture in your business because that's a need they have, right? We're working with business owners. We try to create content on how to hire professionals, what we're doing and what's working in our business. We try to give them the structures in order to grow and get a grip on their business. Anything and everything that's designed to help them. And then we try to release a lot of financial education content that's centered around recession-resistant real estate because that's what we specialize in. That's what we like. That's what we're an authority figure on. I'm not going to go create a bunch of content on something that I don't know nothing about and something that I don't actively have the majority of my portfolio in as well. So that's the second thing we do. So we build the avatar, we create the content centered around their needs and their wants. The third is we got to fill the funnel. So what are some of the ways that we can get incoming leads into the funnel? Well, there's social media. Think about where all the eyeballs are. How many hours a day or minutes a day do you spend on social media? Probably a lot. How much content, value-add content, I might add, are you releasing on social media? If you're not releasing content every single day trying to help people, then you are not even in the game. You got to get in the game. Your network is another great place to start. So I always recommend when people are first starting out, always use your, your own money or you know work with a, a very professional, like hard money lender. You're not going to get the rates you want, and it's not going to be a super great deal for you. Hard money lenders are not called hard money for no reason, but these are professional lenders and they'll at least prevent you from making a bad investment because they won't invest in it if you don't. So make sure that you, before raising any money, you are using your own funds or you are working with some professionals that can kind of steer you in the right direction because you can all, you should only be doing deals with other people's money that trust you if you know what you're doing. That's the most important thing. But friends and family, great place to start people you have an existing relationship with. By the way, um, always, always, always get your own attorney. Uh, make sure you speak with an SEC attorney. I'm not an attorney. Um, don't listen to anything I say, right? Only follow the directions of your hired SEC attorney when you're raising money. That's very, very important because uh, you can get in trouble. Um, even get thrown in jail if you do not do it the right way. But starting with your network is a great place to start. Um, friends, family, people you have a pre-existing relationship with, um, especially after you've got a few deals underneath your belt, this is a great area. Email lists. We raise quite a bit of money from email lists that we've generated over time, just creating that value-added content for the people that we serve. That's been huge. Using other people's platforms is another great way. Going on other people's podcasts who have the target audiences that you want to speak to. Uh, going on stages that have the target audiences that you want to speak to. All of these are great ways to get people to come into your world. Invite them into your world as you're creating all of this created value-added content. Again, the whole goal is to give back and don't have any expectation of receiving anything in return. Just give back and try to create as much value as possible. Number four, you want to create nurture content and educational content. So again, here's the game that you're in. Whoever's going to deliver the most education and value to the client before the client buys or before the client opts into the services is going to win. Think about 
when you're traveling and you want to go to a, a restaurant, what do you do? You're going online and you're looking at all the nice restaurants. You're looking at the reviews. You're going to the website. You're looking at the menu. You're trying to figure out, is this going to be the best fit for me? Same thing for vacations. You want to find the best hotel that's going to uh, optimize the experience for you. You want the very best bang for your buck. And when people are looking to invest, they're wanting to invest with people that they trust. It's not just about returns. They want somebody who's going to deliver. And I mentioned capital preservation was important. There's so many people that run off with people's money. It is a very, very sad uh, situation when that happens, unfortunately. Uh, and it does happen. So you need to make sure that you're creating as much education and value to the people that you're working with. So what does some of the nurture content look like? Again, I what we did when people opt into, we have, we've got multiple free eBooks on our website. One of them is uh, 100 questions investors should be asking before passive investing. And what that does, it's designed to prevent them from making a bad investment. Because if they ask all 100 of those questions, God forbid, on an investment before investing, they should have a pretty clear idea whether or not they should be working with that person or making that investment. It is very important. The best way to get into something you haven't gotten into before is to ask the right questions. Our other ebook that we have is Recession Resistant Passive Income. It's designed to educate them a little bit more on our niche and what we do and what we focus on, right? That's what we want to do. And then when people opt in, they get six emails and those six emails have six videos and content, again, that's designed to impact. They are the videos that our investors felt had the biggest impact on them and had uh, a good bit of traction. So that's how we picked which videos to put on the website or I'm sorry, in the trip campaign. You also want to make sure that your nurture content is opting in for an intro call. This is a relationship-based game. People don't invest with people that they don't trust. So you need to get them to know, like, and trust you. So we always set up an introductory call. And usually they're reaching out via email or setting up something on our Calendly link. And when that happens, all we're trying to do is get to know them. So we set up a, a nurture call to get to know them. That leads to another call where we actually do a deep dive into what are their goals? What are they trying to achieve financially? What does the dream look like? You know, where are they currently at? Do they have uh, you know, a, a, an emergency fund set up? What kind of past deals have they done? What do they know about this type of investing? What type of investments have they made that have been done really well? What do they like about it? What investments have they made that haven't done really well? What do they do for a living? We're just trying to get to know what their real needs are at this point. We're not, there's, there's no hard sales process. We're, we're not trying to push them into doing anything. This is not how this works. So after the intro call, um, we will send them a follow-up email. And in that follow-up email, we have all the past deals. Uh, well, I wouldn't say all the past deals, but a few past deals that we've done to give them an idea of what we have done in the past. Something that they can touch, feel, look at, and it gives them an idea, okay, this is a fit for me or no, this is not a fit for me. So that gives them an idea of what they're dealing with. And we'll follow up with them and say, hey, you know, were, were these a fit? And if they say yes, 
then we'll schedule a follow-up call. And if they say, no, these weren't a fit, then we'll ask for feedback. Well, what were you looking for exactly? What did we miss here? And we're very transparent. We feel like during the second call, we are not aligned with what they need long-term. We'll tell them that. And we'll also try to steer them in the right direction. We'll try to suggest somebody else or refer them to somebody who might be able to help them. After that, what we do is set up a follow-up call. If they do say, hey, this was a fit, we set up a call, we go through the past deals, and we confirm with them how everything works. We explain the whole process and ask if they've got any questions. Usually, they've written down some questions. We'll go through those questions. And at the end, we just verify, hey, you know, if we get something like this in the future, is this something that you want to make a move on? And they'll either say, yeah, you know, we're interested or no, you know, now's not a good time. We've got some capital busy, whatever it is. We just want to have a list of what they're looking for, how much capital they're trying to deploy, the time frame, and the type of deals that they want. That way, when we bring them something, we're not wasting their time. And then finally, we do an investment opportunity call. So this is where we actually have an investment opportunity. We've established a pre-existing relationship or we've uh, verified their accredited investor status. And we will actually have an opportunity that we send out to them. And we'll usually do some kind of webinar they can hop on, or we'll do a little video walking them through the investment. They can write down whatever questions that they have. And at that point, it's as easy as following the necessary funding instructions. And that's pretty much how the entire process works from start to finish. Again, the goal is to deliver value all along the way. And you want to make sure that you're a resource for them and you don't expect anything in return. You have got to be of the mindset that you want to genuinely help these people get to where they want to go. And if you're not the person to do that, it works even better if you can refer them to somebody because people remember that. And what's really going to start skyrocketing your success is after you've done a few cycles with a few deals, you're going to notice that some of these investors who started out with a couple hundred thousand dollars can move it up to a couple million dollars over the course of a few years. We have people like that. And that's what it's all about. And when you've gone through a few cycles with your current investor base, they will start referring their friends and their family and their network to you. And that's where you're trying to get to. You're trying to build a push a flywheel that is spinning all on its own where you're having to do very little effort because you're delivering so many value to your clients that they're referring other clients to you. That's where you want to get to. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode on raising capital. On the next episode, I think I might go into like the intro call structure and what we do. I've had a few questions about that. So we can do a deep dive maybe and uh, you know, maybe just pick apart this whole process. This might be kind of fun. Uh, if there's anything in particular you want to see, please reach out to us. We'll do an episode on it. Till next time.